Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you guys saw Twitter, huh? Uh, I wish people, like, sometimes actually watched my content. Like, Twitter is the worst platform ever, right? Because <laughs> on Twitter, you can only express... Well, you can you can write a whole lot more, but the basic idea is like you're you're sharing short form posts, right? Like short thoughts. 
And the possibility of miscommunication with that is just tremendous. And a whole bunch of people jumped to conclusions and didn't even include all of my tweets, first off, about it. But then they didn't even watch my video. Like, they didn't even watch where I actually elaborate. I spent 20 minutes elaborating. Anyway, I deleted those three tweets. Because they just didn't make sense. What happened on Twitter? Well, I made I made like three tweets reacting to the Steven Crowder situation. And I, I didn't express myself in a way that I think really got my point across. Uh, which is understandable. It's understandable that people would misunderstand it. Especially if I'm not expressing myself in the best way possible. But essentially... I, I It's what I explained yesterday. That uh, while that video was like... You, you could clearly say that he was a douche. And that, uh, you know... He is abusive and all that stuff. Um, it just feels like the framing around the story is uh, much more grander, you know, than what the video actually shows. In fact, we even discussed this yesterday, and I say this in my video, I really wish that the last moment, the last screenshot in that video is like a text describing everything that happened, right? Him saying that he chased, uh, just the text says that he chased his wife, and then he said he was going to fuck her up. The The video never shows that. The video shows a three minute conversation. Anyway, um, yeah, I wish I, I wish people just like, you know, uh, watched the original, like my video, actually, you know, so that they could actually see that I'm not trying to support that guy. I've been and I even say it in my video, I'm like one of the people who's like hoping something like that comes out, right? Anyway, that's it. I deleted my tweets because they didn't really serve a purpose and I feel like they just distracted from the actual conversation that has to be going on, which is just how actually insane that man is. Um, I appreciate that, Rosie. Yeah, I mean, in my original tweets, I can see why, why there was some misunderstanding and some miscommunication. So, um, I don't fault anybody for misunderstanding it. However, I did, I did post something later to try to clarify it, which I think makes my point a little better. Uh, obviously, this isn't going to get, this isn't getting as much, nearly, not nearly as much engagement as like the other stuff, because the other stuff was like, it just sounded inflammatory. It sounded like I was defending the guy. You have no clue what I'm talking about. Well, I've deleted the tweets. I don't know where to find them. I mean, I have... Here, I think I have... Actually, I may have screenshots of them. I may have screenshotted the tweets. Maybe I'll just send them to myself. Um, but we talked about it yesterday, I feel like. Let me see. I did not screenshot them. I did not screenshot them. Who are you? I am me. Anyway, the the, the tweet that I ended up posting, it kind of covers it. 
and expresses what I was trying to express in a better way is this one. So I responded to Casey Tron, who responded to the, those tweets. And a lot of people thought I was, like, supporting him. Uh, clearly, this tweet, she knows nothing about me. Like, I literally, I literally, somehow, her saying this means it just shows how she knows absolutely nothing about me. Somehow I just fucking know if the roles were reversed, you same men acting like this is no big deal would be losing her fucking minds to hear a woman talk at a man like that. So, I mean, ironically, I got so much flack for a year ago for essentially saying that Amber Heard was like getting too much shit, right? And this was like, the, the narrative was like flipped, right? And I wasn't even defending Amber specifically. I was just saying like, Hey, in this thing, there is a balance, you know? It seems like it's both sides on this. But she's getting the most of this shit on the internet. Uh, Anyway, this is what I wrote. I agree that speaking to a woman like this is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Hold on. I'll I'll read your comments in a sec. I agree that speaking to a woman woman like this is absolutely unacceptable, unacceptable and deplorable. I say this in my video, too. I explained that in the attached tweet. I did. Nobody... Nobody saw that. Uh, I explained that in the attached tweet, but should have made it clearer in the first one. I personally would never speak to my girlfriend or any woman like this. I was just trying to say that, in my opinion, the narrative around this video would make you think he is using stronger verbiage and harsher words, which is much different from what the video actually depicts. I do still consider this abuse mentally and verbally. The guy's an asshole, no question about that. I should have made my tweet more clear and apologize if I conveyed the idea that this was accepted because it absolutely is not. So that's a much better, clearer way of explaining it. Uh, yeah, it, it, that that's that's a good point too, Becca. Wrong is wrong. Um. But yeah, I think I think it's uh, you know I just have to be more careful with my tweets because I do feel like a lot of the times, and this is like what the second time in like is it two weeks that I've said something that got misconstrued that I absolutely like mis miscommunicated, and it was on my end because I wrote it wrong. I I remember one day it was like last week, right? That uh, even Hose was upset with, with me. I was just like, can't believe you tweeted this, Dennis. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. And I explained myself, and Hose was like, and everybody was like, oh, oh actually, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe don't tweet like an idiot next time. Uh, what, what was the tweet? I don't even remember. It was like last week. Um, I just have a way with words, I guess. Sometimes it lands... Other times, it goes right in my face. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. If I hadn't deleted the tweet, we the tweets we could have maybe read the replies. I don't know how to pull up the replies right now. Misunderstandings happen to the best of us. Yeah, it does. 
I really, I really do my best to like, I, you know, I try to write in my voice in a way that sounds natural that I can like, you know, but a lot of times I miss the mark, especially with tweets. What do you think this room smells like right here? What do you think? Stop living in fear. Just be yourself. Yeah, this is what... I was having a conversation about that just today. Like, somebody said, well, you have to appease these people. And I, I said, like, how, how can I appease people who just don't want to like me? I think it's better if I just... Um, if I'm just myself, honestly, right? It's easier, you know? I don't have to, like, calculate or think about anything. Yeah, just be yourself. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at this point. I, I literally have nothing to lose. I'm as low as you can go for a YouTuber. You know? I don't think people are using me for clout. At one point, it was a trend to make a video on me. That's kind of stopped. Smells like bad breath because they're shit talkers. Too much pressure to be perfect. I agree. There's this whole thing of like, I just can't, like, I, I just can't, the idea of trying to appease somebody that I don't know, you know, it, it just feels, it feels dishonest and it feels like, it feels impossible because like the, the goalpost is going to keep changing, right? People are constantly going to be like changing what they want to, you know. Anybody who's been in a toxic relationship, you know that that's how it works. It's like people keep changing their standards and you keep trying to like appease them and gain their approval. And then they know that they have you and they can control that desire to get approval. And they just keep changing the standards, right? It's toxic. So yeah, I mean, be yourself, dude. Haters are going to hate. And those who like you will support you. Yeah, I appreciate that. By the way, I, I ordered dinner. We're going to have dinner in a minute. Hey, how you doing, Des? I ordered some Cuban food. I ordered Cuban food. Uh... Did I buy enough for everyone? Clearly, I did not. Clearly, I did not. I did not buy enough for everyone. It seems like you get just as much hate whether you're controversial or hiding out. Fuck it, man. Say what you want. Yeah. Cancel culture is not the same as accountability. Canceling often leaves no room for 
true growth and apology. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny because like you you make you may express something and like in my case, right? You may express something in like a wrong way or like something comes off wrong and then you go back and you try to, you know, correct that or like clarify it and then it's like oh oh you're 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 just going back because you got backlash no like i legitimately listened and then i realized oh shit this is wrong and i went back and tried to make it right you know there really is no room like people don't want people to improve you know what i mean they don't they don't really don't want people to improve Um. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I can tell you're going through stuff. This too shall pass in the meantime. It sucks and I feel you. I mean, I, I think I'm fine. I don't think I'm like, I honestly, I, I don't think it was like crazy. Now, I'm not even talking about, the, I, I honestly think like the last week has just been fatigue, a lot of it. But uh, yeah, like the thing with like that whole, like last year, that was like fucking crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm constantly thinking and meditating and trying to improve and be the best person I can be. And look, honestly, I'm going to make mistakes. You guys know this. You guys have seen a lot of my mistakes. You know? You know, let's talk about something else because we get you and good job deleting and explaining. Okay. Yeah. We'll move it. We'll keep it moving. All right. So what's on the agenda? What do we got going on today? I haven't been following up on this Illuminati. You guys have been following up on uh, Illuminati. My aura seems down. Uh, probably, I just probably haven't been sleeping as much as I should. Uh, oh, shit. Hey, 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 hey,
My sleep schedule is I went to sleep. Uh, I usually, I lately I've been going to sleep at like two or three a.m. and waking up at seven thirty. It's Friday, yeah. What happened here in Canada? Let's see. Yeah, I guess the try. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're just standing around watching it. It's crazy. Very dangerous. Uh, here, hold up. So I want to see, because she responded, Illuminati, you guys have been following that? I've been seeing people posting about it. I don't know. She posted a response video today. Let's see. Well, there's no really fun or interesting way to start this conversation. So, um, Hey everyone. Well, there's no really fun or interesting way to start this conversation. So um, you guys know what you're here for, and I'm just going to jump into it the way I know how to. So I'm sure as all of you know, uh, many things have been said about me in the past week, like week and a half-ish. And I'm someone who often doesn't speak my- Hold up, my food's here. My side of things, and that's something that's also been noted. Just for kind of full transparency in this, I'm going to be working from some of like my notes that I've written to accomplish two main things. The first is mainly to keep me on track with the subject matter and off of tangents. I know I like to go off on tangents and talk about various topics all the time, but this is not that time. The second reason is really just to keep my emotions in check. Um, a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about in the like most of this video, to be totally honest with you, are things kind of from the past. They involve old friends, um, people that I used to consider close friends and I used to trust and really enjoy spending time with. And kind of reopening a lot of these wounds is really painful. Um, it's really uncomfortable and it's not something I ever thought I would ever have to speak about, especially not in this kind of way. After a few days of self-reflection and really thinking about what I want to say and how I want to talk about these things, I think now is the right time. To be perfectly honest, 
Um, I'm feeling pretty vulnerable to have this conversation with so many people and so publicly, especially since some of the things that I'm going to talk about today are really personal and things in my private life that should have never become content fodder. So let me try something new today and I'm going to address these issues. Now, before we get into debunking many false statements that have been made about me, I want to start with an apology. I have apologized privately to Legal Eagle the day after this incident occurred, though I have not been publicizing that until right now. Maybe this is something I should have said sooner, but I needed the time to think through the events that have proceeded. And for those unaware, a short story. My editors came to me about how parts of a Legal Eagle video looked similar to our videos. And then there were messages and an email from one of Legal Eagle's editors asking for more information about how we do certain effects. I looked at the compared images that were brought to me and I said, wow, that does look pretty similar. And I impulsively posted about it on Twitter. Truthfully, I should have looked into this more instead of just putting the information out there the second I had a gut reaction about it. I should have asked him what the emails were about, but I didn't. And I made a mistake and plain and simple, I was wrong. So to Legal Eagle and and team, I just want to reiterate that I messed up and I'm sorry for any stress this may have caused you and of course to your team. I know I apologized privately and removed the tweets with that apology and I'm now publicly sharing that information with all of you. And I want to extend that apology to my audience and to listeners who are disappointed in me for this because I'm also disappointed in myself. It was a quick drawn decision and it wasn't thought out. I promise to do better. Now, as we continue in this video, I do want to give you a heads up that there will be trigger warnings for various sections as needed. I also want to go ahead and let you know that I will be providing a public Google Drive containing any and all relevant information that I will address in this video, similar to how I provide a source document for every episode of mine. Let's start with the first accusation and go from there. After Legal Eagle responded in his tweets, there was another tweet that arose in tandem to this situation. And that tweet was made by another YouTuber called HBomberGuy. And this YouTuber is someone who also creates longer form content. As someone who creates this type of content and researches various topics, the main thing to keep in mind is the source material used. Things like articles, interviews, videos, documentaries, academic essays, and so on and so forth. As video essayists, this is a core concept to both Harris and myself. Before I get into the accusation... So... She's kind of going to address all of it. So, but this was, uh, yeah, this was fucking crazy. In itself, I want to address the topic of plagiarism. And that word has been tossed around a ton, and it's not something to be taken lightly. And I just want to take a minute to define this word. On screen are definitions for the word plagiarism as defined by Merriam-Webster, Dictionary.com, and the University of Oxford. I'm showing multiple sources defining plagiarism, but the overall definition is going to boil down to this. Plagiarism is to take someone else's idea as their own or to not credit the source. With that definition being clearly identified, let's go ahead and take a look at what Harris brought to the Twitter table. Harris posted this video saying, and I quote, Personally, at Illuminati, I would define plagiarism as something a bit more specific. For example, copying someone else's documentary directly into your script. End quote. However, in his own video, he shows where I'm audibly quoting a direct line from the documentary, and even visually you can see it on the screen with the quotation marks. Additionally, you can even see the dual ellipses on either end of that quote, indicating that more of that source was being cited. When you go to my sourcing page for this particular episode, you can also see that the documentary is listed as a source. It has been three years since I posted this episode, and I've been really grateful to be able to continually learn and grow with time. Since then, I've learned to be much more overt and obvious with citations, something that may not have been perfectly clear to me three years ago. I apologize for the oversight of not making that quote more clear. At the time of recording, it was really obvious to me that it was a citation of the documentary, especially in full context of that section of my video, because that section was wholly dedicated to Brian Deere's work. And for some clarification, I would like to provide both you and Harris with the script that I was working off of. It will be available in the Google Drive. While I believe emphasizing the key phrase of the quote about stopping injections on autistic children was, and still is, very important to point out, 
the quote should have been fully displayed on screen. This was certainly a poor editing choice, and it's an editing style that I no longer utilize, but it's most certainly not plagiarism. But with that being said, I still want to take accountability where it's needed, so I still would like to apologize for the citation not being made more clear visually in that video. Harris, I am also someone who takes plagiarism seriously. And I do see where your criticism comes from, but unfortunately, this was simply an oversight on an editing error, but not an act of plagiarism. To me, at the time of the recording, the entire section was very obviously a citation, even as seen in the script. There was a visual change to break up the many words that would otherwise be just chunked onto the screen, which, looking back at it, despite not being so visually appealing to have tons of words on the screen, this should have been an opportunity to provide that full quote to avoid any confusion like this whatsoever. Based on the definition of the word plagiarism, his claims are simply false. Not only is the source quoted on screen, it's also cited in the sources list, which again, I will provide in the Google Drive. As a more seasoned video essayist now, I've been lucky that I'm able to continue learning how to showcase facts and other relevant materials in an interesting and Holy shit. Is anybody actually interested in this? This feels like the most boring drama video I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just about her, like, ripping people off. She lost me, too. Okay. There are a few other ones. Um, what is this? Today we're talking about a serious topic that I'm shocked hasn't become a bigger story. Right now the only YouTuber that's covered it is Some Ordinary Gamers, Mudahar. Shout out to Mudahar, he's a sweet, special little angel, a butterfly with a heart of gold. And he's been talking about this story, or talked about it yesterday, and it's been ongoing for a little while now. It involves a beloved YouTuber that I- Let's watch Mudahar's coverage. What? You thought we were going to get naughty with Illuminati? Hey, Lynn. Hello guys and gals, me Mudahar, and today we're going to be looking into some rather unsavory characters on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Stories that are a bit too dark for regular browsing. But ladies and gentlemen, today's uh, individual we're looking at is Feature Man, 430,000 subscribers. Feature Man is an 85-year-old individual who might be one of the oldest active YouTubers. And if you ever want to see a quick glimpse of what their content is like, I'm going to just play a little bit for you to get you into the get you into the uh, you know groove of things. Hello, food fans. We got some good food for lunch today. We're going to have hot dogs. Everybody likes hot dogs. They're not the most healthy food in the world, but they taste very good. I'm going to have fried hot dogs. Where I like them. Now you might be like, whoa, Muda, what is going on over here, ladies and gentlemen? He's just some old guy that's making cheap food, uh, and what, what's there to talk about here? Now, initially, that's what I thought, too. The only reason I know about Feature Man is, uh, you know, my wife pretty much showed me who this person was. They were kind of like comfy uh, viewing, if you will, you know what I mean? Just watch some old guy cook. I usually had this person's videos play at some point when I was editing a video, just in the back, okay? Just as like background filler noise. It's either this or Silent Hill 2 music. Unfortunately, I think I need to listen to a bit more Silent Hill 2 music, considering that this whole story, this whole channel, went darker than it should. Now, to give you a quick idea to sort of settle in what we're talking about, one of my good friends, my 
buddies, my brother, my drinking homie, Nick Crowley, made a video titled YouTube's Hidden Predator. And uh, I guess you could say thematically, we've unfortunately matched the same sort of video here. And uh, yeah, that's pretty dark, but let's get into what the uh, situation is. Now, two days ago, I was basically informed about this through my own comment section. And uh, initially I looked at it and I recognized the name and I said, Feature Man and, and, and these kind of unsavory allegations? How could that be? So of course I decided to do my own research and decided to look into it. That wasn't until I found out that Feature Man himself made a video responding to a lot of these allegations and a lot of these, uh, you know, murmurs on the internet, which was deleted within an hour. The video here in question is titled My Jailhouse Adventures Recommended for Adults Only. Don't worry, we're not going to watch it in a, you know, 2006 vision. Uh, I'm only showing you because this video existed at one point of Feature Man looking into the corner with a bag of chips in the background and the Dell Inspiron staring us right in the face. So, of course, one of the wildest things from this situation was I wanted to, again, get a quick idea of what this video was entirely about. Now, one of the description pieces for this video, which, again, this is a screenshot captured by a community that is actively investigating the situation as well. So, again, I didn't screenshot this, so I'm not going to say that this is 100% what the description... Wait, so you posted this three days ago? was again my rule is if i didn't capture it through my own screen recording software i can't 100 claim that i believe it now this is of course a description that says one error late in the video i used is the word prison when he meant jail this is the story about my attempts to change an archaic law in nevada all of the actions in this video was something that happened more than 45 years ago and some of the stories go back over 50 years there are many people who have been incarcerated and each person is different a recent bit of misinformation has made its way to the comment section of youtube and other places hopefully this will make things make the past a little less fuzzy if attorneys want to check the wording of statute 201190 be sure to get the 1976 or 77 versions as 201190 has has changed. So in here, it makes it sound like Tom was basically falsely accused. Tom was, you know, falsely treated by the Nevada government. And uh, it was through his trials and tribulations that he ended up getting an archaic law changed. So again, I wanted to play this video back and it's about 19 minutes long. So again, I've listened to the whole thing. I'm going to play back a few snippets of the video and then we're going to get into the uh, apparent facts of the case. Before we get entirely into that video, though, we have to look at a few unearthed newspaper clippings that basically add, uh, basically explain why people were looking into this in the first place. So for instance, one of the posts here from eight days ago by a user known as Inquisitive Ferret had wrote, a jury found appellant Tom Thomas Willett guilty of three counts of violation of NRS 201190. Now, of course, you can see over here, guilty as charged. They got a little bit of a photograph going on over there. Thomas Willett is, again, if I can just uh, open some of these as new images so we can zoom them up real quick. Here's an image of Tom Willett and guilty as charged. Tom Willett is pictured during the last hours of Freedom Wednesday as he enters district court for the inclusion of his trial on three charges stemming from homosexual assault on the residents of Child Haven. What? Willett was convicted, his bond was revoked. So again, the district county of six men and six women deliberated less than an hour Wednesday before finding former juvenile court volunteer worker guilty of three counts of infamous crime against nature stemming from assaults on 14-year-old residents of Child Haven. Yes, 14 years of age. Yes, minors. Very, very goddamn minor. Not the crime, the, the, the victim, unfortunately, in this case. So of course, his victim, a youth who is now 18 years old during the court trial, remember, they were 14 when this had actually happened, according to the record and the, and the reporting here. So the youth who said he had placed in Child Haven because of the parents' neglect of him testified Willett assaulted him once in his cabin, once in the drive-in movie, and once at their house. So not just once, multiple times. And of course, that wasn't the only news clipping over here, too. This is another one. This is a third one where, of course, you know, Tom is seeking a review of the entire situation. Here they actually mention uh, the boy was 15-year-old. In fact, they use the plural boys in this case because it appears that there was, of course, more than one victim. Now, again, Tom, let's watch his video and sort of like see a few snippets that are interesting. With other adults, and I will be talking about uh, my arrest record. And uh, that uh, happened back in the 1970s, what uh, I'm going to be telling you about. And it seems there's some people asking questions now on the internet about me, so... Yeah, there are some people asking questions. So he mentioned a court case in the 70s. Let's go up a little further until he talks about the conviction. Uh, Feature Man is a little bit long-winded, so again, we're just gonna, you know, get... We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to the point. This whole video has pretty much been re-uploaded anyway, so if you want to go watch it, it's available on the internet. So let's get, in, let's get into it. Now, about 1970... Oh my god. No way. Hold on. You said he looks like the old guy from Family Guy. I got some popsicles in my cellar. 
this guy. Got a nice tip for you right here in my pocket for my. No way. No way. 27. I uh, became involved with the court system once again. I was arrested. I was arrested, I was tried, I was convicted by a jury, and I was sentenced. And the sentence uh, was life in prison. So, of course, he talks about getting life in prison, which, again, I have the entire, like, case over here, Willett versus State, which happened in 1977-1978. And, of course, over here, they said he was sentenced to life in prison with, of course, possibility of parole. So, again, unless there's a totally different case with the near same amount of coincidences happening, then I have to imagine this is the same case. Again, I'm trying to be as charitable as I can. Not charitable to this individual, but, again, I'm trying to be as, you know, honest as yeah. I can be. I don't want to defame somebody because these are very, very serious charges. Again, I'm only dealing with the facts that are present at the time of me filming this video. So let's get further when he talks about this specific law that he broke. Charge you with infamous crime against nature if you had any sort of sexual contact with anyone other than uh, a man and a woman who are married to each other, anything else was considered infamous crime against nature. And without getting into details, I will say that uh, there was a trial and the... What do you mean without getting into details? Now, this is what I would like to say is very selective omission of the truth. So what he's trying to make it sound like here is that this was mostly a law that was relegated around maybe persecuting individuals that were homosexual, which wouldn't be surprising back in the 70s for, you know, the entire U.S. I believe even at the time Nevada was like, I think maybe a more... Uh, it wasn't exactly as, as welcoming to gay culture, I would say, as, as, you know, something like California. But it's a very, very intentional misframing of the situation. It's not that he forgot it because he was old. It's because he's deliberately omitting that information. You know, yes, like at the end of the day, obviously this is an interaction between a man or a woman, but it's also not an interaction between a legally aged man and another legally aged man. Again, reading the court documents, it involves a minor. Reading the news clippings, it involves a minor well under the age of 18. Well, why not include that into the situation? Again, without getting into details, I can see why he wouldn't get into details, because there is no actual defense. Witness against me, and he was over 18 years of age. The witness against me. I love how he's like, the witness against me was 18. Now, according to the actual case that we'll be reading, and I'm going to show you just a snippet of it, you'll see that while the case happened in 78, yes, the victim would be 18, the crime that the record is actually showing is that in November 1973, so let's do some basic math real quickly, yeah, if they're 18 at the time of 1978, they're pretty fucking minor by the time of 1973, if we just rewind a little bit. So again, while I thought the rest of this 20-minute video was him explaining the situation, he never mentions the minors, he never goes into the situation. If anything, he talks mostly about the fact that this entire case went from life imprisonment to almost nothing because what, uh, what 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 appears feature man took advantage of was getting off on a technicality so listen to this one place where i was with the uh, trustees and i started reading the readers i just used to have some good uh, stories and one of the stories was about ex parte milligan e-x-p-a-r-t-e-m-i-l-l-i-g-a-n ex parte milligan you can look it up it has to do with due process and i realized after reading it that the judge did not have the authority to place me in jail as a condition of probation and the reason being it's not in the law of Nevada. The law of Nevada said when a person commits the infamous crime against nature, they shall be sentenced to prison for life. That's the only, th and there was no description of what a infamous crime against nature was. Anyway, 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 the uh, result of my reading that, I, I wrote a writ or a motion and I asked to be sent back down. This is after he had ruled um, on the sentence and uh, placed me in prison for life, supposedly, but with uh, um, 
the first year being uh, on, on probation. So basically, over a technicality on sentencing guidelines on this one law, uh, basically, uh, Feature Man got out of it. I guess the state of Nevada didn't want to pursue it, or maybe it might have actually affected, from what I understand, other potential people that have actually been, you know, charged under the same crime as well. Uh, because if he finds one loophole, it could theoretically affect everyone else. So basically, he got out on a technicality. He's not ever acknowledging what had actually happened in the case and what people are actually criticizing him for. There is no remorse in this man. He's literally just kind of bragging to the public that he got away on a technicality. It's also, it's so insane to completely witness. And again, you might be wondering just why he would be mentioning it. Well, it's because there apparently is like a YouTube wannabe lawyer that was looking into it. Uh, I never had any more problems with that. Uh, now there's a YouTube attorney wannabe who thinks that uh, something happened 45 years. Uh, is there anyone else out there who's got 45 years of a clean record and uh, I haven't uh, sneezed in public or anything? I mean, let's... Uh... Sneezed in public? Let's not compare what we're about to read in this case document to sneezing in public. And you know who else has a clean 45 years? My mom and dad. So you're not the only one out there, buddy. Be sensible about this. Uh, 201.190 was an unconstitutional law. I helped get it changed. Okay, I'm done with this fucking explanation. Nothing actually got addressed. If anything, this guy's just flexing that he got off on a technicality. So now this is where we're going to get a little bit darker in the video. Let's read Willett versus State together. So jury found that appellant Thomas Willett, guilty of three counts of violation to a 1190, the infamous crime against nature, he was sentenced to life imprisonment with the possibility of parole on each count with the terms to run concurrently. The sentences were suspended, and appellant was placed on probation for a period not to exceed five years, with the first year to be served in Clark County Jail. He seeks reversal of his judgment of conviction on the principal ground that the court erred in admitting testimony concerning his illicit relationship with another person. Oh, he didn't mention that in the fucking video, did he? So let's read this. The record shows that appellant in November 73 was playing in a musical group volunteered to entertain the children at Child Haven in Las Vegas. There he met the victim of this crime, a minor boy, and he went with this boy to a room to introduce him to the guitar, a musical instrument. But the session ended in the first act of oral copulation. So again, it only says the first of several acts. It wasn't just one, it was multiple. Now, you want to know the technicality that was actually argued here? Listen to this one. It's even more insane. During the same month, Appellant visited the Eddie Lee home for boys in Clark County. There he met a minor boy, another victim, who testified that while the defendant, a volunteer worker, he has somebody that could be trusted, again, as a confidant, was helping us to set up for Christmas. The defendant performed an act of, again, that same oral situation, on that young man. The testimony was admitted during the state's case in chief, and it is the admission of this testimony upon which the Appellant seeks reversal of the judgment of conviction. So here they were arguing on a case known as Nestor v. State, where they were basically looking at, it is a rule that criminal evidence, that on the trial of a person accused of crime, proof of a distinct independent offense is inadmissible. The exceptions to this general rule, evidence of other crimes, is competent to prove the specific crime charge when it tends to establish motive, intent, the absence of mistake or accident, a common scheme or plan embracing the commission of two or more crimes so related to each other that proof of one tends to establish the others, the identity of the person charged with commission of the crime on trial. So again, they were actually arguing in reference to the fourth portion, where it says a common scheme or plan embracing the commission of two or more crimes that would help establish one or the other. Now, again, while referencing all these cases, one of the paragraphs was rather important. So it says the importance of establishing this fact far outweighs the prejudicial possibility that the jury might convict for general rather than a specific criminality. Even granting the general rule of admissibility of evidence of independent crimes to prove the offense charged, many courts recognize a limited exception in the area of crimes, sex crimes, to prove the nature of the accused specific emotional propensity. So again, we do not believe the district judge in the case before us abused his discretion in admitting the witness's testimonies or testimony. The court in a pretrial hearing and in a hearing about the evidence or presence of the jury balanced the preferred testimony against its probative value. So, and then determined that the probative value of the evidence outweighed its prejudicial effect. We cannot rule based on the facts presented that the lower court abused its discretion. So again, this is all happening in an appellate court. And this is something that, you know, Feature Man is failing to tell people that are watching this content. So again, I'm only going off by what I've seen in this case document, okay? This case docket and those newspaper clippings. So I'm in the middle of like a drive here. I went out because this is such a weird situation to watch. Really? You're coming in from the road? Holy shit. And, uh, to 
Be right back, folks. We're going to grab some water. Be right back. To be honest with you, I had a little bit of an editor note, too. So, obviously, reading the definition of the Supreme Court and affirmations, one thing that I wanted to really point out and really put emphasis on was a lot of these people that they were mentioning, a lot of these individuals, let me just turn off the climate, uh, a lot of the individuals, the children in this case, the victims, right, they weren't just, like, kids with families. They were they were kids who were part of, like, homes. They were, you know, they, they were they were part of, from what I understand, like, foster situations, right? Like, not foster situations, but, like, they were part of, like, orphanages, it seems like, where they were, uh, this person came in to serve as sort of an instructor, a music teacher, somebody that had a position of power, somebody that should have been trusted. It makes, from what I'm reading, it makes you one of the worst fucking people possible. So, when I see this person getting so excited about getting off on a technicality, like, what? And then the people defending it, which there are a couple of people in the comments, because, you know, law of averages, there's going to be one fucking freak out there in the world, 10 freaks, 100 freaks, if you're defending this, what is wrong with you? How bad is your morality? What what, what, are you, what does your ethics look like? It was really wild that some people got some screenshots out of the video when it was up for a little bit, where Feature Man made some rather interesting comments. So apparently, again, I haven't seen these, so uh, you know, I'm gonna have to hope that these are completely real. Again, uh, my rule is, unless I refresh a page and see it for myself, I, I can't just necessarily believe it. But anyways, one of the uh, alleged comments here was, I was rich with friends and they helped a lot, okay? So wait, you had money and you had friends and they helped you get out of- Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. This pickle? Okay. Uh, I mean, that kind of lines up with when he was talking about, like, what, the uh, <laughs> the governor of Nevada hitting up? Feature man responding to a user known as Cowboy says, the DA wanted me to plead guilty and accept a six-year sentence. My attorney said it was a good deal. I get a new attorney. Okay. Interesting. And then, of course, Feature Man said, thanks. There was no video that prompted me to make this. It was comments to other videos. Again, I don't think Tom understands the fucking Streisand effect. Uh, maybe it was just because that Tom has a really high opinion of himself, you know, being the extra in so many movies, yet not ever really being the starring role. I mean, you can literally see this guy flexing some of his movie and TV appearances, like he was like a background actor. SpongeBob, where like, you see that like little shoulder? That's me. Yeah, I know. It's re really a massive flex over there. But uh, you're not as big as you think you are. You're not as smart as you think you are in this situation. Because what Tom forgot is in the era of the internet, anybody with a dirty past like this, you know, it's only a matter of time before it all starts surfacing up. Now, there has been one piece of evidence and one side of the story that hasn't made its way yet. And it was one that I was waiting for before filming the video. Now, there is a channel known, uh, there is a YouTuber by the name of Taylor Korzenewski, who's basically uploading uh, content where Feature Man has quite a lot of features into it. Uh, the channel is not necessarily the largest. It's about 2.3 thousand subscribers. The guy actually does make pretty interesting content, uh, for the most part. Now, he was actually supposed to release a video uh, in the community tabs. He said he spoke with Feature Man at like 2 in the morning. Uh, yeah, 2 in the morning a while back, uh, where uh, he was supposed to release it like 18 hours ago. Uh, he did fall asleep, and at the time of recording this, it hasn't released. And again, I'm not really, you know, waiting too much on it. When it comes out, I'll definitely look into it. Maybe I'll append some of it into this video. Speaking of appending, I'm actually so glad I waited. It's currently 4 in the morning. Uh, I really hope my camera is focused. If not, I apologize. Let me just fix it real quick. Yeah, so Taylor's video. I just spoke with Feature Man about why he deleted the video. So again, outgoing call, one hour and 41 minutes, okay? So this is in relation to him calling him at around two in the morning. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a 32-minute video, meaning that it is severely cut down from its initial call. Over 50%, it seems. And uh, it's not a good look when you're cutting down a serious topic like this. I'd rather have the full feature-length call out there, and if you have to beep out personal stuff, do it. But this might be one of the most unhinged, outlandish, black mirror-y type videos that I've seen. There is no remorse. It almost feels like Taylor here, with 2,000 subscribers, and if I just look at how much these collaborations have actually done for his channel real quick videos, popular. It really seems like with 21k views, like unless you're getting like 20 bucks, 30, 40 bucks worth of uh, AdSense, it really isn't worth defending this. Anyways, I'm getting too ahead of myself. We're going to play two points in this that really burn me. Okay, so let's listen to them together. Yeah, I think that leaving the video is a really bad idea because now people are just going to think that they, they got under your skin. Uh, so I think the best case scenario, maybe re just reshoot the video and just say it and just just say the video again in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in another way, more you know, calm, like the same way. Um, this is so weird. But but with at the end, the internet is going to be ruthless, and you knew that you know this, and you have a different ending because people are going to want a place to go and put their bullshit. Um, like it wasn't it wasn't deleted by YouTube. It would have said 
this video was removed by etc. You know, um, it would have been a reason. But the fact that it says it can't be found by the user, I was like, oh, uh, I think I follow. So. I so Taylor is trying to give this guy some advice on how to reshoot the video, basically PR control for free. And uh, I think the best way to reshoot the video is to explain what happened versus explain how you got away on a technicality. But this is where things get super unhinged. Yeah. So if you change the ending, Mr. Beast gave away millions of dollars to people and saved people's eyesight. <laughs> and people still got mad about it. He tried to save people and still got in trouble for it. Right. So, and if, if if he deleted that video, because everyone got mad. Are we really comparing this serious situation to Mr. Beast Twitter drama? Yeah. Let <laughs> let's compare a situation where a bunch of loser nobodies on Twitter complained for 24 fucking hours about Mr. Beast comparing him to like the Antichrist. It was a joke. Everyone knew it was a joke. This is not a joke. This is us unearthing serious criminal situations that shouldn't be taken lightly, okay? Yes, people are not going to like future, Feature Man, okay? You wanna know why they don't like Feature Man? It's not because of meaning bullshit drama that I'll laugh at, Charlie will laugh at, Pyrocynical will laugh at, Markiplier will laugh at. Damn. Yo. He looks like him so much. everyone will laugh at. This is not a laughing matter, okay? The actual anger and outrage here is pretty fucking justified. But if you thought it wasn't going to get dumber than this, listen to what this fucking idiot goes on about. 18 when the court case happened. Because, you know, it, it doesn't matter that he was 18 during the court case. It, like, cause the place is for minors. Like, it's for place for people under 18, so he wouldn't have been there because he was 15. So it's important to get the facts in, in a manner where, it, you know, you don't want to sound like you're trying to trick people. Be like, hey, he was 15 when it started. He was 18 when he decided to change his mind. It was illegal to be gay. It's not illegal anymore. But. What? Why are we conflating this to, oh man, you just got busted because you were gay when it wasn't really cool to be gay back then. This was not about a man being persecuted for homosexuality, you fucking moron, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. This is about a person. You literally just said it, okay? In between your fucking dumb cuts. When you, this is not about, he was 18 during the court trial, but he was 15 back then. That's what we're getting at, okay? Ignore the homosexuality for a second. That's not the outrage, Taylor. The outrage is the kid was 15, 14. That's the outrage. What? It, this is a kid trying to protect us. This is a third. This is a man older than me. Taylor's like 31 years old. I'm 28. This is him trying to protect his fucking meal ticket. Oh man, this old guy's really gonna take me to fame and stardom. Shit, I might get a reality TV show off this. Holy fuck, Amazon Prime oh Video God. and Netflix might take me. Are you, are you unhinged? Is it, is this really the hill worth dying on? I think what's so wild is even the comments, some of the comments, not all. Wait, listen, there's always going to be one unhinged idiot on the internet, one, ten, or a hundred. This is the one comment that just drives me insane. Again, I'm done with Taylor's BS video. It is disgusting. Taylor, you are a horribly disgusting individual for even fucking whatever I have to watch right there. You don't need to punish an elderly man for something a court of law has already taken care of. Whatever his issues are, there's no need to bring an elderly man down this late in life. Is there a statute of... Sum this up for hoes. Let me see. Is there anything else or is this his opinion? Looks like it's just Mudahar's opinion. Uh, wow. So there's this like 80-year-old YouTuber. Uh, there's this 80-year-old YouTuber and he, his name's Feature Man. This is his IMDb. He's known for doing like fucking background work. And... Uh, he's got like almost half a mil subs, all this shit. And turns out he molested a child back in the seventies and he got out, not just one, but apparently several. And he got out on a technicality and now people resurface that. And he made a video discussing that, but didn't really actually address it. 
He's been on a lot of shit. Holy fuck. Yeah. This is his IMDb right here. We were saying he looks like the guy. He looks like this guy from Family Guy. Oh, no. There's no police here to help me. I hope you don't find the money strapped to my thigh. Holy moly. <laughs> so he looks just like the guy from Family Guy. He kind of sounds like him, too. Let me see. What is... He was on the Drew Carey show. What? Wow. Whoa, he's done eight episodes of the Andy Dew show. He's the boss gangster. You hate that voice? He was in planes, trains, and automobiles. No fucking way. It's one of my favorite movies. Airport Traveler, uncredited. Um, I don't know what YouTube's policy is with this. I don't really know. You'd have to check to see if you have a criminal record. Does that mean you're able to have a YouTube channel? I don't know. He was on Matlock. Family Ties. Murder, she wrote. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He was in a lot of... He was in National Lampoon's European Vacation. Back to the Future. This guy was on everything. And everything's uncredited. It's all uncredited. I'm, I'm saying bullshit. Was he really in... Me yawning is making you yawn? We can all yawn like a family. That's it. Oh, that's him right there. What movie even is this? Is Grease too? Damn, he was in Grease too. What is this? The Tortellese? Okay, but what happened to all the other movies that you were in, bro? You're talking about yawning. You're making me want to yawn again. He was in the naked gun. Twilight Zone, the movie. KKK. He was a K uh, KKK member in the Twilight Zone. Zoom. That man is trash. Yeah. Are these even real? Like. Yawning is contagious. Are these even real? Like how, how real do you think these credits are? You think he just like added himself? Because you know you can just add people. Add credits on IMDb. It's all extra rolls. Oh no, it looks fake to me. Looks fake to me. Shirtless Eddie.
Um, what do we think about Red Table Talk getting canceled? There's no more Red Table Talk, but according to Deadline, the series good. producer is shopping the Emmy Stop, winning series somewhere. Nick Cannon said good. There's no more Red Table Talk, but according to Deadline, the series good. producer what do you mean good? is shopping hey, the princess. Emmy Stop, winning series somewhere else, Nick. Red Table Talk may have lots of fans, but Nick Cannon's not one of them. I want to. I'm not a fan either. I am not a fan. Whoa, what's this? Burrito Gate. I was like, I recognize this. This is me. <laughs> Yo, hold up. Let's watch this. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, I saw the video you made too. <laughs> The, that was funny as fuck. Hold up. What? <laughs> he got me food again. Uh, wait, well, hold on a minute. Did she order you food? Yes, she did. Mama is a feeder. I can tell. Uh, was it in the gutter? No, it was on the on the door. It was like on the. It was like perched up on the door. I almost missed it. I'm surprised nobody picked it up. Usually people steal shit off my door. I said perched up on the door? I didn't know I knew words that big. Holy shit. Damn, I'm surprised. I know the word. I know how to use the word perched up. Within like a minute. So let's see. It's uh, an asada burrito. Oh, you can't forget. You can't forget the grave. Uh, the grave. Uh, the grave. Offense that I committed recently, okay, folks? You can't forget that one. Gotta add that to the lore, okay? That I said for an instant, in a fleeting passing instant, I said I know how to code. Oh, man. <laughs> so... You're doing keto right now. Very good. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared of there being something in it. Oh, wait, the other half. <laughs> it has a lock of her hair in it. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined Are you guys my serious? You ruined it. You ruined it. And it's very trusting. You know how much Hana hair he has eaten by now. Oh my god, bro. Oh hell no. Man. Huh? What the fuck, man? Is that real? Um It does have your hair? Is that how loud this shit plays? Wait a minute. Is that how loud this shit plays or did you purposely distort the music? Bruh. He ate the other half yesterday. I put my pubes in there. Chat, <laughs> you can't fuck with me like this. You know I'm, I'm 
very, I'm very paranoid when it comes to code. No, not true. Cap. There's no hair in there, Jesus. I don't know who to believe. Hair is keto, bro. Hair is totally keto. It's keto. Uh, <laughs> that's gr team too much. That's gross. Y'all gonna have Dennis tripping? I that's you're. Be I'm beyond tripping right now. Shh. Well, we could sue DoorDash if my hair's in there. Shh. I need to know. I. You understand? I took one bite of this, and I'm. They would be out of business. You guys are just saying this now because you want me to eat it. And then you'll say, haha, you ate her hair. That's what's happening. I know exactly what's happening. There's no hair. This is, I know exactly what you're doing. This is reverse psychology. You're doing this as reverse psychology. Look through it. You want me to unroll this entire burrito to look through this? That shit was sealed in the bag. No restaurant would do that. I don't know. <laughs> you guys have agents everywhere. I know how this works. Okay. Eat up. See, this is what... I'm team hair. Let's go. See? I'm telling you guys. That's how it's going to work. I'm going to eat the whole thing. You're going to be like, ha ha. We got you. We told you. You didn't believe us. I was like, I, but I did. You told me to eat it. You had me. We're you still have me gagged. We actually like you. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is so delicious. See, how the fuck do you expect me to eat when you keep putting that shit in the chat? You would eat Hana's hair, Frosty? I don't see any hair. I don't see any hair. I'm looking through it. I'm unpacking the burrito. I'm gonna eat it. But at the first sign of hair, I'm out. Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> Wait a minute. I forgot I have that sound effect. Yo, holy shit, I fucking love that. At the first sign of hair, I'm out, folks. I'm telling you, okay? Pranking Dennis on stream no matter what. Yeah. Chat just messing with you. How was that hair? Bruh. Too much. Wait a minute, hold on. It's not gaslighting if you're gullible? Is that really how it works? She's inside you. <laughs> There's karma for this type of shit that you guys are doing to me, okay? There's karma. There is <laughs> karma. We love you. Guys, stop playing. <laughs> Season 5, Episode 8 of Family Guy. What's that? Hey, Brian. Oh, Meg, hey. Hey, listen, I hope you're feeling all right about our little talk the other day. You know, about us being just friends and all. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. And, hey, look, I, I want to thank you for being so great to me. So, I baked your pie. Oh, wow. Hey, that looks delicious. Mm, wow, this is good. What's in there? Well, there's some apples and some cinnamon and my hair. What? My hair is in the pie, Brian. And now it's inside of you. Part of me inside of you, Brian. Do you feel me, Brian? Do you feel me inside of you? Show the burrito like a beauty influencer. <laughs> oh my god. Those sound effects. Oh my god. 
Oh my god! Were we... Wait, was I watching this and eating? I... This is... This feels like an out-of-body experience. <laughs> oh my god, Becca, why'd you have to do that? I had just gotten beyond that hump. You like that hair burrito? I mean, hairbrush looks bussing. <laughs> I had just gotten past that. Oh my god. You can open it up, then rewrap it. I opened it up. Do you guys see anything? Do you see anything in there? Go ahead. This is back in the olden days. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the new studio. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, let me leave. I love the thumbs up. Congratulations. Thank you, hoes. I'm gonna sup the hose. They just sup the hose. Fire, fire emojis. The fuck? Where's the fire emoji? Here we go. A lot of fire emojis. Boom. Fire! Here. You know what this is? Skip a bit. The intro is a little long. I feel like BTS gets like I, I I feel like nowadays most people are like they recognize BTS as fire they're like a really fire band but back around this time people were like oh that's whack It's rewind time. When I wake up in my room, room. This shit's gonna get claimed a hundred gajillion percent if it hasn't gotten claimed yet. Anyway, hoes. Shout out to you. That was uh, it was a really cool video. Uh, you are you are a terrific editor. Here, let me drop some. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna start wrapping it up. Uh, Never heard a single BTS song? We could do a deep dive. A BTS deep dive. 
I'm probably honestly, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm probably gonna play that song for a minute here. Oh, these, by the way, are fucking incredible performances. If you ever want to watch something crazy, these mama performances, uh, like, bro, this shit is like. This shit's so theatrical. Did I tell you guys I went to their show here in LA? Like in 2018, was it? I went to their show, their stadium tour. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking bananas. And I've been to a lot of shows. Definitely one of the best shows I've ever been to. Not even exaggerating. Definitely one of the best fucking shows. It's fucking amazing. Fucking... They were like nonstop balls to the wall, like they doing everything they do. They're in the army now, right? Uh, there's one. There's one of them. Uh, I forgot which one. I think it's Jin. Jin had to go to the army. It was just one of them. It happens often with these K-pop groups. Like one of them ends up having to go to the army, um, and they have to pause. Look at, look at how theatrical this shit is. This is so fucking epic. Holy shit. Nah, it is, it's, uh, it's fucking insane. The, uh, you know, when I went, when I went to their show, there were, there was an equal number, number of adults as there were like, you know, the, like kid, like young kids. Right. I went with somebody at the, at the time I went with somebody I was dating at the time. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it was fucking insane, you know? And it, it was, uh, there were, there were a lot of adults there.
Anyway, that is uh, that's fucking wild. Top three song. Yeah, it's a very good song. Yeah, what did Frosty drop here in the chat? I haven't talked about K-pop in a minute. I had a whole... Oh, shit. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Oh, my God. So I shouldn't really be doing this right now, but it's too late. song that you sampled my voice from that's funny because that was no i made that that is actually about somebody that was like back in the day it was the first cease and desist i got from that a passengers family uh you didn't think the lyrics did end up kind of tying in so that i made a video about a passengers and the mom sent me like a cease and desist a week later or something she sent it to a bunch of other people too but that was the first and only cease and desist i've ever gotten um, you know, knock on wood. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I didn't know what to do about it. Ended up speaking to a lawyer. 
It all got dropped because uh, they really didn't have a case. So, knock, knock. Who's there? Yeah, they sent it to a bunch of other people. The other people I was speaking to actually ended up just removing their videos. I removed my video, but then after my lawyer reached out to theirs and negotiated, I just put my video back up because he clearly didn't have a case. So, hey, passengers, is no more. Yeah, they, they, they're completely gone. Yeah, I'm about to end it. I'm, I was just looking at the, uh, the remixes that Hose is making. Hose is very talented. Very cool stuff. Anyway, I appreciate all of you. Thanks for coming through. Um, I will see you guys again on Monday. They tried to silence you. Yeah. I mean, people have, people have constantly tried to silence me in different ways. You would be surprised if you were to find out. Um, nowadays, not as much, because obviously my influence has decreased uh, exponentially compared to where, where it was just a year ago, which honestly, I don't mind. I said this before, folks. I'm so much happier and more fulfilled having the community that we have now. Um, before, it just felt like I mean, we got a glimpse of that today, but before it just felt like everything I did got like ultra scrutinized for no reason whatsoever. Um, that was before. But anyway. Oh yeah, we'll we'll have a show then. We'll have a show. We'll be doing shows. We'll be doing shows on shows on shows. On shows, on shows. It's pretty unbelievable, honestly. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just like thinking. Hey, appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to shout out everybody. Robin, Dom, Frosty... Stacy, Becca, Mother Oats, Pierce Your Soul, Hose Band, Incognitus, everybody in the chat, Glitter and Rain. We got Jen. How you doing, Jen? Captain Dick Breath. Yellow. Did I miss anyone? Hose. Hose. An unfair cancellation for you, bro. I mean, honestly, Captain Dick Breath, everything happens for a reason. And I feel better right now than I did last year at this point. So I think that the reason was a good reason. Um, I've, I've explained why before. I don't think I have to keep regurgitating. Yeah, but I just don't see it. Everything happens for a reason. Trust me, sometimes it takes a minute. But, I mean, I, I've... Uh, I'm... I mean, I've, I've said this before. Um, I'm just way more... My, my life is, like, way more balanced now than it was a year ago. In so many different ways. Hey, Jello. You two have a great weekend. Anyway, I'm gonna... I'm gonna flip it off. I'm gonna end it so I can go make my video. 
Just seems like a lot of heart for no reason. Eh, so what? It's okay. It's alright. It is what it is. Anyway, I love all of you. Have an amazing evening. I will see you on Monday. You hate when people say it is what it is? It is what it is. Bye-bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.